Why work from home when your office could be anywhere? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, toy haulers, fifth wheels, and teardrops, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and tailgates are all better with an RV from Mid-America RV. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Welcome into a new episode of Two Guys and a Podcast. Our beloved girl, Paige, is in Scottsdale, probably being fancy as shit, doing Scottsdale things, and it's just Mello and I. And I, Paige isn't here, and I nailed the ad read without looking at it. So enjoy it on you. I know. It was like, should I mess with him or not? not? Today. And I decided not. Not when it's just the two of us. I won't do it. I'll be just more professional. I'm sure Paige... Paige is just probably so scared that it is the two of us. It's like, what are they actually going to say? What, what's going to happen here? And who knows? People might not remember, and I think the archives still exist. This would be a fun game that you and I used to be on a podcast together every Thursday night. And you would come back to Joplin from teaching yep. and we would get into some beers and record a podcast. And it would, it was amazing. Uh, it wasn't always couldn't always tell what we were saying by the end of it, uh, but we had a good time with it. And so I think everyone's <laughs> there was a, a there was a birthday episode. Ooh, buddy, that birthday episode got a little out of hand. I yep. remember the producers being like, hey, like it's it's fun. It's funny. Well, maybe toe the line a little bit. Yeah, you need to be been, able to speak on clearly. Behavior since. <laughs> we have been, but if anybody wants right. to go back and listen to those, they're probably funny. Uh, tonight will be a PG-13 version of that because I'm not drinking tonight uh but we are going to have some fun doing an ask me anything episode and of course presenting sponsor manscaped normally i would have something like funny to say it's weirder when it's you and i sitting 20 feet apart in two separate offices right and you don't have to tell me because i've already seen it <laughs> right you're there that is uh behind the curtain speaking <laughs> of manscaped peek behind the curtain <laughs> promo code two guys 20 is that i'm in my office and you are right there in your office i could probably we're in the same building i could probably wave to you uh-huh right it's right. just the the technical side of podcasting is so difficult sometimes it's like how can we actually do this and if i were in you know next to you to your right where i usually am it would be weird because we would just be staring at each other all the time and people would be like oh it's cool they have a conversation in fact this way the people feel like they're still involved because i'm actually looking at the camera where i'm supposed to be it's not just you and I sitting beside each other. It's it would be weird. Uh, well, let's let's start here though. Before we get into the amazing questions people sent in, Trevor Lawrence is the cover story of Sports Illustrated this week, and there were some comments in that interview made by Trevor, by his new wife Marissa, by his father, that uh, his father Jeremy. Excuse me. A lot of people are like, "Oh man," and I, I'm going to paraphrase. I'm not going to read exact quotes. Basically, what. Trevor and his wife and his father said in this interview is that he loves football and that he has all this ability and he feels like it's his like destiny to use it basically. But like if football went away, he'd be okay. He doesn't really need the game of football. And like, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first read the interview, I was like, Ooh, man, this is not going to go over well. Like that, my, my whole thought was people are going to have, issues with this people in the media people right. on twitter people nfl people really the only opinion that matters is urban myers and he's already made his decision 
But I do think that this speaks to, I think we're going to see a lot more of this. Honestly, if people are candid, if players are honest that like they have interest other than football and we see it a lot in the NFL, our guy, big country said today. So it's Andrew luck. Yeah, it really is that like, I'm, I am a, a good football player and I love this game, but I'm more than that. I think the question becomes, and something that, that Trevor said of like, I can't just manufacture, uh, you know, having to go through tough times. The words escape me. I, you know, it's like, oh, he's yeah. like he I doesn't don't, have much adversity in his life. adversity. Right. And he's like, I don't have the chip on my shoulder. And like, I know that you and I've talked a lot about it before. Of like, I like quarterbacks who've had to go overcome some adversity. Trevor Lawrence hasn't, but that doesn't change the fact that he's a great prospect. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry that your one negative is the fact that you haven't gone through any drama in your life. It is weird, though. And I, I do think that we should probably bring up also the fact that if it were any other quarterback in this class, a white quarterback, black quarterback, any other quarterback in this class, they would get absolutely roasted for it. So I do oh think that Trevor, yeah. Trevor Lawrence is getting a little bit of a free pass here. Like, oh, well, you know, his spot's secure. He's going to go first overall. Yep. And I do appreciate the fact that he was open and he was honest. But, man, if if Justin Fields would have said this stuff, people would have been at his neck coming for him and being like, this yes. guy doesn't even like football. He's lazy. All this stuff. So I, I think you do have to address that as well. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be that guy, but if it were Justin Fields or Trey Lance, it would be different than if it were Mac Jones or Zach Wilson. Let's just be honest because there are negative stereotypes regarding black quarterbacks. And if it, if it were Justin Fields and he was like, yeah, man, like, I don't, I don't know. Like I love football and I'm trying to be great at it, but I don't, I don't need it. I'm intelligent. I have other interests. He would be killed for it. And I've said this before about myself. Uh, you and I are a lot alike, obviously, because we're brothers. And But then there's also times where we are completely polar opposites. You are a very competitive person, and I am not. And so back in the day when I was playing, it would just be like, I want to win. I'm going to work my ass off, uh, do all the weights, the conditioning, the practices, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I didn't care if we, if we won, if, we, if I had that Super Bowl. So I get what Trevor Lawrence is saying because I'm that same – person it's not him saying like i don't really give a shit so i'm just not gonna work out that hard and i don't really care if i win i do think trevor lawrence is gonna come in there he's gonna be a leader and he wants to win but it's not that like kobe bryant mamba mentality like i absolutely must win games Uh, so i think it's okay but it is unfair to look at this and and say if you know justin Fields said it what would the reaction be but i i definitely understand where trevor lawrence is coming from because i'm I'm very similar. I think Justin Herbert was like this last year, where it was like, I love football and I'm really good at it and I'm going to give it my all, but like, I'm going to yeah. be okay. You know, and I'm like you okay said, like, it. obviously, like Big Country said earlier today, like, yeah, Andrew Luck, like, <laughs> yeah, a guy likes to read. He started a fucking book club. So, like, it's, it's yeah. okay to have interest outside of football. Tom Brady's the best one to ever do it. And he has like a whole nutrition company, TB12. So, yeah. like, he has other aspirations outside of football. Patrick Mahomes is uh, doing all this stuff that he has outside of football. It's just usually we get those meathead answers of no only thing that matters is football. I just do football. I want to win Super Bowls, not one, not two. I'm here. This is what I do. And I think more players are just starting to speak honestly about like, yeah, I want one, but it's not the end of the day if I don't get one. Right. You're not defined by it forever. Like you maybe were 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So we put out there that we would do an Ask Me Anything episode today, football, non-football, whatever people were feeling. And 
we got mostly non-football, which I'm okay with. Uh, but this first question, let me get my chair all comfortable. I'm going to be honest. I bought this new chair and I, people saw me tweet about it. So I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> I hate it. I hate this chair so much. Like it's supposed to have I like noticed, a lumbar support and I, it's like, it's not comfortable. I noticed the other day I went into your office, which is like right there. And uh, your like big fancy chair wasn't at your desk. And I was like, uh, what's yep. the deal with that one? Hate yeah. it. I'm not trying to like Here's, nothing on the company. It's just not for me. Yeah, we, we need to work on a chair company. Matt, did you know that today uh, when we're recording this is Thursday? Did you know that it's National High Five Day? I did not. We're going to try to pull this off virtually. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a little on YouTube. This would be amazing. <laughs> there we go. There it is. National High Five Day. Still trying to work that thing into it, the one of the shoots. I don't think you're allowed to high five people anymore, though. This is going to be a weird thing. Like, like we're gonna have to do away with National High Five Day, National right. Fist Bump yeah. or Head Nod Day. I used to, in the beginning of COVID, I was getting a lot of the like forearm like bumps. Uh huh. You know, I was waiting for the tiny hand to pick that water bottle up. <laughs> Buddy, or, if I could make that happen without spilling I, it all well, over myself, I would do. What it. <laughs> I fully expect to happen because I know you and Big Country are in that office together right now. Again, you should watch this on YouTube. Is that he's going to pick your water up for you, and your hands are going to be like doing something, like talking all over the place. Just to be like, why does he have three hands right now? That's hands what I free. expect to happen, right? Hands-free water drinking. Now you I'm have an idea to do. Yeah, I'm going to work that into a podcast. I'm going to wait till Paige is back, and then she just sees random arm come in and pour me a drink or right, right in my mouth. <laughs> well, we could probably get Emmett to do it. It'd be great. Okay, let's get into the questions from Breddy Wop. Great play on names there. Uh, top three college campuses you want to visit in the next few years. Um, this was actually kind of tough for me because we've been to so many great college campuses over the year. Right. Um, you know, Ohio State, University of Wisconsin, LSU, University of Alabama. Texas, Alabama, mm -hmm. Stanford. We've been to some really we, great we college campuses. We started strong. Really did. And I know like we have – my belief – and I'm not a scientist. I could be wrong. It feels like we have definitely – flatten the curve on COVID, right? With the vaccinations. And it, I feel very optimistic that we will be visiting college campuses mm -hmm. this year. Um, so I picked three that I have not been to, not just places we haven't been to for a, 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 an official tailgate. Uh, so I'm going to go Ole Miss because the Grove, mm -hmm. you got you got to, mm -hmm. right? Even as a, a an engaged man, I still just think that campus is amazing, um, uh, right? <laughs> Virginia Tech, you have to. And then Clemson. So mine are all kind of like a Southern swing. Like we could hit all those on one road trip, really. Uh, so I went, yeah. I don't, for someone who doesn't like the heat, I went all South. That tends to be the trend on tailgate tours anyway. It's like, hey, where is it really hot? And they're also playing some football. That's where we go. Uh, I had Virginia Tech on mine as well, my list, but I'll pick a different one. Uh, I think USC would be a beautiful place to go watch a football game or even just uh, LA. If it's the Rose Bowl, if it's the Coliseum, I would love to see a game out there. I would also like to go to Washington and watch a game, University of Washington. So I'm taking a little bit of a, a West Coast West vibe. Coast. And I, I know you've been to Notre Dame, but I, I haven't. Oh, that's yeah. Like, and I feel like that's a that's definitely a bucket list campus that you have to get to. And especially with football, seeing touchdown Jesus, that's definitely one that I would like to get to. Um, I thought Clemson and Notre Dame play this year, but I think they it's in do. Chicago. But I, 
I think I could be persuaded to go to Chicago. Right. If, you know, you really wanted to twist my arm on that one, but it, that's definitely a campus I want to get to. So I've been to the Rose Bowl a couple of years ago. I was doing some stuff for the NFLPA and went out there for a week and went to the Rose Bowl for their collegiate bowl. It's right. kind of a dump with really nice suites, which is what you would expect in LA. Like, like it's old and you wouldn't want us in the bleachers, but the suites are probably the nicest ones I've been in. So, so there's that. Yeah. Um, those old stadiums i know they're like traditional and they're cool like we've been to the cotton bowl man they suck though it's so hard to watch a game from those seats and there's a reason like turn it on on a saturday if it is an old stadium like the rose bowl or the cotton bowl and look at all the people that are standing up because they are they're really excited to see that football game it's also because they can't sit down because a hundred years ago they planned to put 10 people in that row and now, a hundred years <laughs> later, when people are a lot bigger, they still plan on putting ten people in that row, and it is really not a good football watching experience. I want to say Clemson plays Georgia this well too. By I the think way, so. Georgia yeah, should be on the list as well. I've never been to Athens. That's true. We watched them play, but it was in Baton Rouge, yeah. uh, which should be uh, Madison or Baton Rouge should be on the top of everybody's list. Oh my God, they play Georgia week one. <laughs> Okay. That'll be a good one. The Notre Dame game is not on this schedule anymore. So maybe something changed there. Mm, Clemson. Or maybe we're just so much has changed. It's hard to keep track of who's playing whom, but that would be very high on the list for me. And it's like people should definitely now's the time to start telling us where you want us to go for tailgate tour. Just we we will probably change the name of it, right? Probably change that's what I actually did a a podcast uh, the other night. And I think it comes out like the same time Mars does. It's like, are you guys going to do tailgate tour anymore? And I was like, yeah, like we should probably change the name of it from the prior podcast, but that's what people are going to call it anyway. Right. <laughs> so I don't right. even know if we waste our time trying to call it something else. Like we, obviously we've tried to start something new, but we're bringing in some old things with it. Like everybody does playing the hits, you know, like, yeah, like people are still going to call it tailgate tour. Like we can name right. it something else that's cool and creative, but. They're still going to be like, hey, you guys out on the tailgate tour? Yeah, yeah, we're in in Athens. Uh, You were thinking of Notre Dame, Wisconsin at Soldier Field. Oh, that's what it is. I'm dumb. People in Wisconsin. You're good. You're good. Uh, The Notre Dame schedule, the home schedule is not good. Cincinnati at Notre Dame, perhaps? Get a little Desmond Ritter action? I'm going to call an early upset on that one. I think Cincinnati wins that game. I don't even honestly – when it comes out in the betting odds, I don't know if it'll be an upset. I think Cincinnati wins that game. How about this one? North Carolina at Notre Dame, October 30th. That'd be a good one. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, a little, little Halloween edition. A little birthday edition for the Mellows. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Get to see Sam Howell. That's all uh, North Carolina Mac has. Brown. Yeah. yeah. They lo- they're going to lose a lot. It's going to be it's gonna be rough. Have you started your 2022? I have 100 players on it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't yet this year. Uh, I'm a little behind. As you know, I've taken a little bit of a a slower transition, like almost out of draft content. Like, I don't know. We still do it. We talk about it a lot. I still love it. I'm just not as deep into it because uh, stretching myself a little thin on the radio, trying to cover every sport has been. been I will say this. I don't know who Texas A&M's quarterback will be next year, but they are loaded. There are seven players in my top 65 from Texas A&M. Even when I was making really? the list, I was like, is this right? Is this really? Like, they have two running backs that are good. I don't know right. how. I know the running backs. And I think they have another big receiver Yep. as well. 
and their I, lines are I good. Struggle, both lines. struggle being impartial with Texas A&M, though. I do love Spiller, though. I, yeah. I really like him. He's going to be like an Adrian Peterson type guy for me that I hated him in college. And as soon as he leaves Texas A&M, I'm going to be a fan of him. I like oh, the yeah. way he runs. I think he's a complete back. He is. He is damn good. Yep. All right, let's move on. Garrett Greenlee uh, wants to know, for me, Matt, what made you interested in being a paramedic? And how did you get from the route of becoming one to where you are today? Draft on draft, thanks. Um, like I said, people are going to call it whatever they want, right? <laughs> right. Um, you can create a new fancy hashtag and right. they're still... Doesn't matter. Do it. Doesn't matter. Uh, so I was 18 years old when 9-11 happened. And I had wanted to join the military when I was in high school. Uh, our dad, who is an army veteran, told me no. And then I got my high school girlfriend pregnant. So that told me no. But I really wanted to join the military. I wanted to go into the Navy and just didn't get the chance to. It, it worked out, right? Uh, so 9-11 happens. And I was in college at the time for business. And I wasn't really feeling it. 9-11 happens. And I was like, I want to do something. Like, I feel like I should be helpful. And so decided to go to school, had to do the EMT thing first and then and then advance on. And ended up working in that field for about four years and really struggled with letting go of like bad things happening to people, or especially when you feel like you've done all you can and someone still dies. Like that's a terrible feeling. And it like not to get emotional here. One day I was coming home from my shift, which I worked overnight. So I was driving home and it was really cold outside and I was almost back to our hometown and a, uh, an SUV had crossed a highway to get to a school bus that was waiting to pick kids up. And, or excuse me, a car had crossed the highway and an SUV hit that car. And I was the first person on the scene and two uh, young girls who mellow, we'd actually umpired their softball games, two young girls right. that we knew passed away. And after that, I, I couldn't shake it. I turned to my notice. Um, the bridge for me from where I was doing all that to where I am now is that I was always working in football, even while I was doing that. So even while I was going to school for all the medical stuff I did, I had my draft websites. And even while I was, you know, working at a hospital, I'd work three overnights a week. I was coaching high school football during that time and, and also still running a draft website. The great thing about working overnight in ER is you have a lot of time to do other things. So I was actually writing probably more than I was doing anything else. And then uh, when I decided to get out of the medical field, I went and worked uh, with Mello and our two older brothers at a uh, this huge photography lab. And I worked in marketing and like customer relations, which also gave me a lot of time to write and do other things. And so uh, I was it's like, a, it's like a Walgreens. Like you go there and you print off your pictures. I right. feel like that's what everybody has a picture. Right. It's like, no, oh, you right. worked in the Walmart photo right. lab. No, it's like this enormous, like professional <laughs> multi-million dollar business i know when i left in 2010 they were like making 110 million dollars a year so like they were making a lot of money i just wasn't getting any of it uh so but football was always what i wanted to do like people have asked me before like when did you know this is what you wanted to do and i don't remember a time when i didn't want to do this like from the time i mean from when you're little and it first forms in your mind that you're gonna have a job someday when you grow up you're gonna have a career this is what i wanted mine to be so i'm really lucky that that i you know got to get to do this like yeah. I, we used to get made fun of all the time because it'd be like, why do you guys know all these stats? It's completely useless. Hey, why don't you do something productive with your time? Look at us now, they, bitches. They, people wouldn't get it. I mean, these are like grandparents and stuff like that. <laughs> it wasn't even like yeah. just random people that we'd run into. It'd be like people would tell us that this, this is stupid. You guys shouldn't care so much about where a guy went to college. That doesn't matter at all anymore. Well, who's laughing now? 
Yeah. So I have a microphone and a podcast. Right. And you're listening to it. <laughs> and I remember my senior year of high school, I I almost got like in a serious trouble. Thankfully, a teacher covered for me because I printed out so much stuff. I mean, hundreds of pages of my own work. Like I did my own seven round mock draft, my own scouting reports, and I printed it out so you and I could have it draft weekend. I'm sure I made two uh-huh. copies probably three yeah, and probably double-sided, man, which was right. more expensive back then. And they were just like, what are you doing? What is all this stuff? And a teacher covered for me. And it was like, that's a project that he's doing for me. It's like, thank yeah. God. That was like 1500 pages of paper. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> I mean, the definitely. fact that you were writing that much in high school, like you call it a project. Like if you can get a kid that's actually interested in doing that. Yeah. yeah your English teacher should be like, nope, I told him to write about whatever he wanted to. And that's what he wrote about. So good for that teacher. No joke. Uh, okay. Chris, um, at Euler3535, what things do most people love that you hate? His two things, Guinness and soccer. Chris, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Don't go to Europe. <laughs> don't. Like, stay here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with him, though. I don't like either one of those things. I really don't. I've tried a couple. It's been a while since I've had a Guinness, but even on like St. Patty's Day, I'm not drinking one. And I try to really get into soccer. Like when I was young, I was like, this is stupid. And all you do is run. So no, thank you. I don't. Yeah. I don't do the soccer or football as some people would call it. I try to get us within the last six months because it's like, I haven't had one in a long time and your taste buds change often. And it's like, let me, let me just try one. And the bartender was so nice. She knew I wasn't going to like it. So she was like, here you go. She gave me one of those little samples or it was a full pour? No, it was, they actually had it canned, which maybe I know people would be like, oh, it's not the same. It's pretty damn close. Right. Uh, And so, but she was like, I'm not going to charge you for this because you're not going to like it. And I think she actually split it between big country and I, and I was like, nope. Like, I just don't like it. I like a lot of different beers. That's not one of them. Obviously everyone's heard my food takes. I don't like Mac and cheese. I don't like milk. This is something that I've discovered recently. I really don't enjoy eating poultry, like yeah. chicken, especially. Don't like it. Like if it's a nugget from Chick Fil A, cool. That's probably not chicken though, right? <laughs> it's it's pretty close, but I don't know if that's chicken. I don't know what I hate. There are a lot of things. Nothing's really coming to my mind right Water. now. <laughs> the beach. Uh, that's I meant like open you know, water, right? Uh, you know, even with the ocean, I do like being out there. It just scares me. So that's not even like the thing that I hate. I'm just scared of it. Johnny, but I Cash. do kind of like it. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't like Johnny Cash. Sometimes I like to say like, oh, he's okay, but he's just, he's overrated. I don't listen to his stuff. Though. You're just saying that like so people don't get mad at you. Yeah, it's like I want to end this conversation, so I'm just gonna be like, yeah. oh, agree to disagree. He's a little overrated. No, I it's don't like actually like his me music. with mac and cheese. I'm like, yeah, if you like baked it with like some breadcrumbs and bacon, like that's a casserole. That's not mac and cheese. Like that's right. That's a whole a whole thing. Uh, so our guy I, Mark. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I try to get into hockey too. Is another thing that oh, I just yeah. I don't understand the rules on, and I, I feel like it's very trendy to like hockey, but I I don't I don't keep up with it. I think that it might be like close to hockey playoff season. I don't know. I don't know the rules. I couldn't tell you how many guys are out there at a time. I know there's a goalie and there's like a captain or a center. I and that's I knew that from like NHL Live. That's right. Wayne the, Gretzky was the captain. That's you the know extent that, right? of my hockey knowledge, and that's all I've got. I'm going to point out something that I used to hate on and now totally get because I think that's fair to do as well. People wearing Jordans. I was so against like, why are you like, why are you like, like with that? jeans? 
with jeans. Yeah. yeah. Like not to play basketball, but like with jeans and I have converted fully. I don't have them on today because I'm going to be walking around outside later. But even like to that extent, like I'm not going to wear them and walk around on our dirty ass streets. Like not happening. Yeah. You have to know how to wear them. It is, but if you if you don't, if you slip up, people will let you know. I had to buy the people things on the toes, you know, yeah. so I can get that crease. Yeah, if, if you crease those things, there's a group that would come after you. I'm not going to lie. Mine are a little creased. <laughs> yeah, They're don't put creased. them on Instagram. I man. apparently like bend my, like I sit with my toes on the ground, like my foot flexed a lot, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know, I but you know, I have ADD, so like I'm constantly moving, even sitting here. Or just throughout the day, I'm always moving my feet. And that's one thing is like I bend at the toe and it will put a crease in my shoe. So I don't think I can be a Jordan brand guy. I know we talked about it with the recruiting stuff. I love that brand, the shirts, the shorts, the shoes are really expensive, but I also don't want to be the guy that like gets them dirty. I don't have that many shoes. I'm not, I'm not a sneakerhead. So I, I, I haven't, I haven't gone that route. How many pair of shoes do you think you have in your closet that you actually wear? Um, that I actually wear Probably four. Four would be a good, safe guess. I have a um, lot more, but you said how yeah. many do I wear? So right. Four. I have a shoe problem. Like I, I, Beyonce and I went shopping last weekend and I was like, you know what? I don't need more shoes. I picked up two pair of shoes and tried buying them <laughs> and then ordered a pair when I got home. <laughs> it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I have a shoe problem. Okay. Our guy Mark sent in a lot of questions. So thank you for that. Uh, in a fight, you need to either choose three dozen members of draft media or your favorite team's offensive line to back you up. The other fights the other. Who do you have? So that's 36 members of draft media or the offensive line of your favorite team. Of my favorite team. That's the catch there. Because <laughs> your favorite team. My favorite team currently does not have a good offensive line. It is a work in progress. I think that I'm going to have to take the draft Twitter. No. draft. It, it, you know what? It says draft media, and I'm going to get some ex-NFL players. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, if you can, like, cherry pick, like, I want Ryan Clark. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. That's a little different. Yeah. I, I get Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper out there and Daniel <laughs> right. Jeremiah, all these guys. Right. I'm, like, I know that the offensive linemen would be scary, but there's only, like, seven of them, eight of them on an NFL you roster. You just got probably. numbers, right? Yep. And I'm going to come in at you in waves, like Spartans. Like, all right. <laughs> First group, there you go, buddy. I'm going to stand over here behind the shield, and I'm just right. going to let them knock them out and get tired. And I think then you have the, to do your waves and Twitter followers, too. Like, it's like – Oh, yeah. sorry, you're going like yeah. low man goes. Like our sorry, guys, like Dan Barnes, Dan Keeper, you're first. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. See ya. I'm in the right. back. Yeah. Right? All of coast to coast scouting. Have fun, fellas. <laughs> yep. You're up first. You are the plebes. You're going first. It's just those are the rules. It's just the numbers. I think I would probably go the three dozen members. If it was if it were a smaller number than three dozen. If it were two dozen even, I think I would take the NFL offensive yeah. line. And if I could take like the Colts offensive line, that changes things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Brandon I'll Smith go Colts, and Nelson. Colts offensive line versus three dozen draft media guys. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts. But, you know, the Chiefs have been banged up. Tooney's he's not even like a big guy. 
And right. we'll see Austin Blythe at center. Like Lucas Nyang, is he playing? Is he healthy? I don't know. So for the Chiefs offensive line, I'm taking the draft media. If it's almost any other offensive line in football, I'm taking that. Because like how many out of 36 guys, how many are actually going to want to fight is the thing. 18. And do I get to draft the 36? Am I like right. the U.S. government? It's like, do I send people a card? And be like, Here's right. whatever you're in. To. You're in. We're doing this. <laughs> Congratulations. Bring a sword if you have one. Because uh, then I think I can definitely find, I can find 36. I got a scout side. I, I can right. do it. Right. I could do that. Um, mm-hmm. Who's the one guy from draft media that you would want fighting alongside you? <laughs> okay. I was like, where are we going with this? But um, not that you would want to fight. <laughs> That's a fun off-show conversation. Yeah, uh, that's a longer list too. Uh, yeah. Does Duke Mannyweather count? Because he's the first one that came into my mind. He, I, and I don't know, kind of counts. A, he's injured right now, though. Oh my gosh! Did you see his video he put out? Yes. I feel so badly. I, I, I texted him. I said, "I feel so badly <laughs> for you," and he's like, "Don't." I was like, "I do." I'm sorry. I do. <laughs> it's too late. He put it on Instagram. So if any of you follow him, it has Duke a graphic Mayweather. warning. It does. That's what made it worse for me. If I would have just been scrolling through and been like, this looks like a knee operation. I'm not going to watch it. I would have just scrolled through, but it came with the warning and he put like the, the yellow cones in the corner, like graphic content. And then I was like, Oh, I got to, (laughs) I don't want to, but I have to. And then it was so bad. It was like Dr. Pimple Popper meets knee surgery. It's one of the, it was, it was great. I'm sorry if, if our listeners have a weak stomach, but it was. Yeah, we have to put the yellow cones <laughs> on this podcast. No one describes exactly. a knee surgery. Um, Duke would be a good one. If Jeff Schwartz is like converted to draft media, he's definitely I mean, he's in media there. for sure. Yeah, right. Definitely. I think Colin Coward would be sneaky tough. Right. He loves the draft. He was talking about it the other day. So many right. people hate Colin Coward. I, I we don't. Coward. I, I no. think he's great. He's even talking about Trey Lance uh, on Thursday. And he was talking about him. He was like, oh, this guy's following, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I know Trey. He's a great kid. And just called him Trey. He's like, oh, come on. There we go. He's like, I, I know him. I know him personally. Trey's a great kid. So you, he loves the fact that he loves Trey Lance. Yep. He can't right. get enough of this kid. I'm very happy for his daughter. Future son in law. Because that's the rumor. <laughs> right. Uh, Speaking of, uh, what's some advice that you wish you had got at 25? Some advice that I wish that I got at 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Man, in my 20s, I feel like I spent a lot of my 20s pleasing other people, like going and doing shit that I didn't really want to do or feeling obligated to do this. And uh, that, that would be my advice. It's okay to be selfish. And uh, not all the time, obviously. Uh, you still have to have that like carrying bone in your body and you got to compromise every once in a while. But man, it felt like, honestly, I spent my entire twenties just bending over backwards and doing things that other people wanted. I think it's okay to be selfish. Take some time for yourself. Go out and enjoy life. You only get one of these things. You might as well live it. Yeah, that's a lot more philosophical than mine. I was just going to say prenup. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had. Prenup. Just... I love that the serious question comes through and I'm like, all right, yeah. got it. Serious answer. And now yeah. you are the jokester, Mr. Jokey right. Joke. Maker. But I'm also that's good. One. <laughs> yeah. But I'm that's also, also real advice. Listen, I got took y'all. Oh, I mean, yeah, get that prenup. You know, one thing that we do talk about, maybe not on podcasts or in the media all the time, though, is people will get married. And I know that I come across as like the anti marriage guy, which I kind of am. It's whatever. I'll wear that hat. 
Uh, don't spend a lot of money on your wedding. Spend a lot of money on your honeymoon is a big one that somebody told me that right before I got married. I was like, ah, yeah, that's it's whatever. No, I got married and they were right. Uh, you should you yeah. should spend, I, I would say, equal amounts of money. Split that thing 50-50 on what you're doing for the wedding and what you're doing for the honeymoon. Because the, the wedding is a show. It's a ceremony and it's about everybody yeah. else. Feels like it's going to be about you, but it's not. Uh, the honeymoon is what is all about you and whoever you're married. Let me tell you, someone who's going through this again, if it's equal amounts, my honeymoon will be a private island in Fiji for about a yeah. month. Right? It's uh, expensive. That's the way it goes. I know after I play, helped plan, I think I had a little bit of a say in my first wedding. I didn't really, but uh, <laughs> after the end of it, it was like, what's what's left in the budget? And we were two college kids, just like to fuck, trying to make it honest. It's like, what's left in the budget for a honeymoon? There, there wasn't. Times were uh, a little tight back in the day. I just realized that Mark didn't send all these questions in. So I, I didn't want to assign that to him, especially with the next one. Oh, out. some of them are D. Yeah, some of them are yeah, DMs some were anonymous DMs. So this is not Mark asking this question because uh, other advice yeah. I wish somebody had given me at 25 was that, that my dream was attainable. I'll be serious for a second, because growing up, especially where we grew up, if you were smart, you were maybe a nurse, probably a teacher. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we grew up in an, an really an agricultural area, a lot of farmers like that's a great job. We need those, you know, a lot of laborers, construction workers, things like that. And so I wanted to be on TV covering the draft. And we didn't know anyone who had ever done anything like that before. Right. So it was like, right. that's not an attainable dream. So I didn't directly, as we talked about before, I didn't directly pursue that. And I wish I had it. I don't know that I would ended up where I am. Maybe everything worked out, but that is the thing. I wish someone had said like, Hey, like don't let the fact that you don't know anyone who does this stop you from doing it. Yeah. Or even so. things like journalism school. I, you know, there's still a lot of people who are like, I want to do this, but my parents won't pay for that college and it sucks. And I think there's a lot of things that kids have to work through and able to get to that. But I, there are definitely people out there who are giving up on things way too early or, you know, like people are sitting around there like, I should, I should start a podcast. Like, I'm interesting. I have a lot to say. And then they don't do it because they just think it's going to fail. Right. They, they definitely, you know, sometimes you just have to leap and hope you land on your feet. Take a leap of faith. Okay. Uh, very singy today. Uh, I have to read this one. It's long. I'm currently really young and engaged and been living with my fiance for a couple of years. It's recently hit me now more than ever. We aren't going to be able to be together forever. No happily ever after. However, there's a however. I still think it could be worth it just to experience being married to her, even if not for that many years. Is it enough to get married just to enjoy it, even though you know it would probably end in divorce? Or is it better to save the trouble of the eventual heartbreak and end things before they officially start in marriage? Buddy. <laughs> I saw this one in the <laughs> two guys and a girl DMs, which uh, I'm going to do a better job of checking because it was from a little while ago. I had to read it so many times before I finally grasped what was going on here. Um, I, I would say one, maybe uh, talk to a professional. Uh, I, yeah. I'm a big fan of therapy and talking to somebody who's unbiased too. And even you could you go to your mom yeah. or your dad or whoever, and they'll give you, they'll tell you what you want to hear. And, I think uh, this is a, this they is a will. tough situation. Oh, yeah. Parents will tell you what you want to hear 10 out of 10 times. I think that the, the thing you got to figure out is why you feel that way. You know, if it, or if you're just afraid of it and so you're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is never going to work anyway. Or if you if you're having doubts, don't marry this girl. 
at all. No, like, and don't do it just for the experience either. Right. Like that's that's not a th- like you ride roller coasters just to be like, yeah, I did it not one time. Right. You don't Most do that with marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll, you bump the brakes on this thing. You probably have a really difficult conversation with your significant other, but you yeah. definitely you don't go through with it. I mean, that's I, it's thousands of dollars too. Like we were mentioning, I mean, it's <laughs> not a cheap thing to do. And then getting divorced also really expensive. So you don't just marry somebody yeah. because you're going through the motions. But I will also tell this this person. It was a male who sent this question in. Uh, I think a lot of guys get engaged when they're young. And then they get that cold feet of like, well, what else is out there? What, what else did yeah. I miss out on? That's not always the case. It, sometimes you've got a really good thing in front of you. So this, this individual definitely has a lot to figure out. But I'll tell you, if you don't get it figured out soon, definitely don't get married. Don't do no. it just to be like, say you did, because that's not good. Because now and you're like, going to go into a second marriage. And that's an awkward conversation that, Matt, I know we've had uh, multiple times. Right? Yes, I've been married before. Here's the yeah. story of why it didn't work out. And then yeah. you just hope they believe you uh, if you weren't at fault for it. So it's weird. I would very, very heavily recommend absolutely do not go through with a marriage if you're questioning it. I, I know like you and I are pretty flippant about our past marriages, especially. Uh, but I will say this, be I was completely open and transparent. It's hard. Even if you're the person who wants to get the divorce, it's still hard. But it's really hard on the person who doesn't want to get the divorce. So you obviously care about this person or cared about them enough at some point to propose. So like, do you want to devastate them? Because you will. If if you end up three years from now, you're like, hey, you know what? I really wasn't feeling it. Just wanted to see what this was like. Let's get a divorce. Like you are going to ruin their world for at least a little while. So like, you don't want to be that person. So no, ever. Uh, yeah. yeah, I couldn't so, believe that one when I saw it in the DMs. And again, if you do have non-football questions, we will answer those as we're doing yeah. today. Uh, in favor of that, you can even slide in my DMs. I check those more often than I do the the podcast DMs. Hashtag them. Just the tip. Hashtag yeah. them. Two guys and a girl. No, what is our paging two paging guys. two guys? I was reading the. Uh, promo code for manscape which is uh, two guys <laughs> 20 you can also use that one uh, if you need to right right uh probably do i posted a picture the other day you saw me i was in gym shorts and a suit yeah. top because my workout ran long and i there were some things that changed and it was like what happens when your workout runs long but you have to go to a sports center somebody was like do you shave your legs i should have hit them with that two guys 20 promo code yes i do uh-huh. so mm-hmm. and you yeah, can you too do. Uh, last anonymous question. I'm doing a sales internship with PepsiCo this summer. Very excited. One problem. I don't drink Pepsi and I don't drink Coke either. How should I handle this? I would say, be honest about it. Just be like, Hey, I, for whatever reason, whether you're diabetic or just don't like soda, I think Pepsi bottles Aquafina. I think you're okay. You know, they do more than just sodas. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think Coke even does like some sports drinks and all kinds of yeah. stuff. I think you're fine here. Uh, now, the fact that it's a sales internship. That makes it a little tougher. <laughs> I, I mean, it kind of sells itself at this point. Be like, hey, it's bubbly and refreshing. There you go. It's Pepsi. It's been the same right. for 100 years. Just drink it is how I would market that one. Just, I, just I know drink guys it. Who they work for cars. Nike. Yeah. And like they don't drive. Like I, we have a lot of friends who work at a Kia dealership. One drives a Ford truck. Like you don't have to drive. You don't have to live the product to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you might have to do a little research. Ask your lady friend to be like, hey, drink this Pepsi and tell me how it tastes because it's not good. That's what it is. Right. Pepsi is nasty. Uh, 
Tyler Reynolds asks, <laughs> there goes that sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, like, I can change my mind <laughs> if, if they want to throw some money our way. Okay. Like, oh my good. God, this new recipe of Pepsi is so good. I love Guinness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Tyler Reynolds wants to know, if you had to pick a new career outside of what you currently do, what would it be and why? And then he said, I know Mello recently did this. I did recently do this. I was teaching for a long time. I still feel like a lot of people don't know that I left that profession. Or the people who don't know that you had that profession. No, uh, yeah, yeah. There's probably a big group of people that feel that way too. But I did. I changed professions. Uh, if I had to choose a career outside of it, and I won't give you the boring answer of like, oh, I just go back to teaching, which is probably like the real answer. Uh, I'll tell you, Matt, though, it's springtime and you know this now. I love to mow and it's not something that pays well. But if I could sit on a lawnmower for eight to 12 hours every day, throw in a podcast and just do that, I'd be real happy doing that. I, like can, you I can be the weed eater guy. I don't care. And she had a lot of money and she was like, baby, just do what you want to do. Yeah, I'll I go just like start a lawn care business. I, I could do like businesses. I could do residential. Mm -hmm. I could cut Bermuda or talk probably get into some landscaping, like yeah. putting in some like Tucky retaining walls and stuff. I would yeah. though. I'd leaf blow the shit out of everything. I, and I would also do pressure washing, which <laughs> right. is another That's <laughs> really so fun. cool thing. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Mellow's mowing business is what I'd call it. MMB. I'd put it on a truck. <laughs> people would pay get for a me. trailer. I, I can get you a trailer, Mid America RV. Get you a toy hauler. Put your mowers <laughs> exactly. in it, your weed eaters, everything. Uh -huh. Your power. I, I am. I know our guy, Adam Kramer. Uh, he does a much better job, and his yard actually looks really good. And he puts some really good product on it. He knows when he's doing it. I'm just like getting into that part of my life of being an adult white male. Uh, but I do. <laughs> I really like it. I mow every week now. Every Are your Sunday, white I New mow. Balance stained yet? That's what I need no, to know. <laughs> my black Adidas Ultra Boosts are. <laughs> yeah, right. I've been mowing in some gray New Balances just to feel like a dad. You know, I do kind of want to just buy some just to do it, to just with. to have right. them because I feel like I probably should at this point. Like you can get away with mowing for a couple years and being like, oh, I don't have the the Nike Dad shoes or the New Balance Dad shoes, but I yeah. I feel like I, I probably should. I'm, I'm to that level. I'll tell you, I, I mowed, I'm not the rider mower, so I, I think I should. I mowed two days ago, and it was just cool enough that I had a hoodie on with my shorts. And that hoodie mm -hmm. saved me because I could put my sunflower seeds, my AirPod case, and my phone in my pouch. And I've yeah. always been against cargo shorts. But I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you, if I could put my phone <laughs> in a cargo pocket and buttoned it so it didn't fall out. Because like my yep. biggest fear is I'm going to run over my phone. Mm -hmm. Right? And then I'm... Um, I'm done at that point. I would I yeah. try so hard. I I still use the corded uh, headphones for when I mow because that does bother me too. And I worry that one like an AirPod's going to fall out and then I'm going to run it over that I can't find it. So I do I the corded about that. when I mow still. But cargo shorts, I got some in the drawer just for for mowing. They're short, so my legs can get a little bit of sun on them. Yep, and then. uh uh, I have, like I said, a riding lawnmower. So when I'm riding and it's no problem, but when I do have to like weed eat and leaf blow and all that other stuff that I do, I do, I have a pocket full of sunflower seeds mm -hmm. and sometimes there's an actual bag in there. Other times I just pour them right in the old pocket and then mm -hmm. one for my, my phone. And it's, it's a really good time. It takes me a couple you know hours. What? I can get it done in like 30 minutes. It takes me like three hours. 
I have a fanny pack from hiking. You remember? I'm going to start <laughs> yeah. using that to mow. Problem solved. Right. And Problem you can solved. put your, your phone in there too. Let right. Little cord out with the headphones. Yeah. I ha- I'm like, I have big ears, which maybe is the key. AirPods fit perfectly. Like, it's not falling out. <laughs> so you got to watch. Oh, that's getting clipped. <laughs> right. Right. I that's don't have. So, I don't have a problem with these falling out either, but I'm just so paranoid that it is going to happen. Right. Uh, so my answer, I love yours. And as in, <laughs> I went I'm, on a tangent there, huh? as a new mower, I'm also excited about it. I told you I, it was amazing. They're fast. Uh, I would be a history <laughs> professor. Like uh, if I could do it over again, I would go to school, for, get a history degree, probably a doctorate in it. And I would be a college history professor. Because that's my, if I could specialize in like a U.S. president's class, like I could test out of that right now, guaranteed. Like I would not need the degree. Give me the test. I'll take it. I'll pass it. Let me start teaching people about presidents. That would be like, I'd get tweed blazers and shit. You know, like I do the whole, the glasses. I mean, I already got it. So yeah, I I ran into a college professor uh, is a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, how is it teaching through COVID doing the pandemic thing? How are the students? And he's like, oh, it's absolutely terrible. They're like the, the college kids are actually like the, the worst ones because I feel like they know everything that's going on, but they also kind of have that don't give a shit mentality. And so it's like I could just do this class online. I'm not going to show up. But then yeah. they're trying to get kids to show up. So they still have in person. And it's been a whole mess for them. But I do think that that is something you would enjoy is to be in that college professor of history and just being able to talk about it all day. And especially, like you said presidents you you get off on that stuff you read <laughs> you read some weird books and by that i mean presidential biographies <laughs> right right and the right. thing about you while i have you here is that you'll read them again <laughs> yeah, yeah like you'll read a book them. about lincoln and be like man that was good i didn't i didn't know that i'm gonna read it again <laughs> yeah i've probably read team of rivals i'm not lying here seven times seven still cry when he gets shot too oh no spoiler alert (laughs) right right (laughs) don't ruin the book yeah uh i'm gonna ruin alex's last name is it chinnery alex chinnery it is now uh best underrated (laughs) slash unclaimed unacclaimed travel destinations in the u.s he's planning a two-month trip here next summer from the uk alex is part of the college chaps group we love those guys um Man, I could go on a rant about this as well because I, I I do get – I'm able to go travel a lot. Um, I think I tweeted about this. Utah is doesn't mm. get enough credit yeah. for how beautiful it is to go from Moab and Arches National Park up through Provo and Salt Lake City. You get like the desert and these beautiful red canyons and all these amazing – I don't even know how over time these areas were carved out. But then you get to Provo and you get the mountains, you know, you're flanked by mountains on both sides of you. You have the Rockies and uh, I think it's the Sierra Nevadas. It's so beautiful. So that part of the country, like everyone knows like Jackson Hole is beautiful, but just go a little, little southwest of there. That part of the country is beautiful. Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, I love the out, like I like to be outside. I know it doesn't show. Um, it's like the hiking in Northwest Arkansas is amazing. So those are like my two favorite spots that I hope people stay away from so that they don't get so crowded and packed like some of our other favorite spots. Yeah. And Northwest Arkansas is a sneaky good one because I know we talk about it locally here all the time. Like if you hear that name Arkansas and I, 
people think like Alabama, like that's what yeah. they have in mind. But Northwest Arkansas is much different. And there's a lot of money there. It's a very nice part of the country. A lot of trails if you're looking to get outdoors. And it's not that weird part of Arkansas. The rest uh-huh. of it, questionable. But Northwest yeah. Arkansas is definitely different. Uh, I was overwhelmed by the Grand Canyon when we went there. I know I went with like the expectation of like the hole in the ground. Can't wait to spend <laughs> right. two days here. Like that's cool. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pictures definitely wouldn't do it justice, it, but they don't. It was actually really cool to get out there. Like a lot of the national parks are actually really cool. Yellowstone was beautiful. Went there. Glacier National Park. Uh, I had a good time in D.C. Now, I know Alex is like a, I think he's like a political major. So I think getting to D.C. and seeing a lot of that history is really cool. And Philly, going up to Pennsylvania, avoid Vermont and Rhode Island. Those yeah, were not pass. good states. Had terrible experiences there, believe it or not. Small states, <laughs> bad experiences. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maine was pretty. Like mm-hmm. Maine a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. We got yeah, a lot of good lot spots of good. here. Yeah. So I like to stay away from cities when traveling. Yeah, yeah, like Nashville's getting so popular, or Austin. Austin, and, yeah. You know, ten those, years ago, I would have said Nashville and Austin. Yeah, those are like metropolitan areas now. It's, I know, even like a lot of people from Hollywood are moving to Austin, Texas. So it's, I don't even know if it's Texas anymore. It's like it's its own thing. It's its own beast. It's like L.A. Right in yeah. Texas. Yeah, without the water. Uh, last question from Tyler Warden, who we've had tacos with this man in New York City. Good dude, hit me with your best non-COVID related pickup line to use at the bars this weekend. Non-COVID related makes that tough. But Tyler, yeah. I'm gonna go here. I just got a new Manscaped lawnmower from my favorite podcast. Want to check it out? That's yeah. Probably also gonna I be used, in jail. Uh, yeah, I use promo, promo code, code two guys twenty. And I got 20% off. And I know Tyler has one. Uh, he told me about it when he bought it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not good at pickup lines not unless either. I'm in the moment. And I think like pre-planned ones are tough too. But I'd yeah. have to be in the moment. And then with pickup lines, like it shouldn't be serious at all though. Can't be. I, I feel like if you are trying to use a serious pickup line, then you're just going to come across as scummy. Or you know what? If you are using a serious pickup line, you are scummy. I'll go that far. It it better be something pretty lighthearted and funny, not something serious. My request is that we move past a lot of movie quotes as pickup lines. Like if you're still quoting Step Brothers, I need to move on. You know? Yeah, I try not to even use that gif anymore. Same. It's just it's just tired. Um, yeah, I'm not a big pickup line guy. You know what honestly really works for me? Conversation. Just like being oh. interested in what they say. I know it sounds With terrible, but it works, right? Like eye contact, you know, a smile, listening, like actually listening goes mm-hmm. a long way. Yeah. You're making, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were making eye contact with me to pretend to listen. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. What did you say? I was doing something. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to, but I just right? said that one's overplayed as well. You know so what? I, I I heard my fiance and another female talking about this recently and they were like, don't comment on our bodies. And I know Paige oh, yeah. before, like, don't, mm-hmm. don't come out swinging with like, damn, you're sexy. Or like, I just had to come tell you how beautiful you are. Like, yeah, don't do Has that. Anybody ever told you how gorgeous you are? Yeah. Yep. They probably have <laughs> Stop. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. It, it, I feel like not to speak for the ladies here, but 
she's not with us today. It just comes across so generic. It's like, is that really all you think about for me? Yeah. Which is kind of a catch 22 because when you do see a person, physical attraction is the first thing that's going to come through, but you, you gotta be more creative fellas. Gotta be yeah. more creative. Yeah. You can I'm, not, I'm not good at them. I, I, I don't know if I've ever used a pickup line on a girl. And it seriously worked. I, yeah. I was at a Royals game one time and this, there was a key on the ground we were trying to get into the game and this was pre 2020. So we could actually go and there was a lot of people and we were all like huddled together and there was this bright, like blue key on the ground and everybody kept walking by it. And this girl in front of me walks by it and she like looks at it and she thinks about picking it up, like to just be a good person. And then I picked it up and I was like, Hey, I think you dropped this. It's the key to my heart. And she recognized immediately how corny and stupid it was <laughs> that it, it actually kind of worked. Right. But she knew it was like, uh, I didn't see that key sitting there. That wasn't bad. Like, that's pretty good. And then I felt a little more confident and got into the game. Um, and this girl was walking down the steps and she had like some fries in her hand. And I was like, Hey, does a shake come with them fries? And she, she didn't, that one, <laughs> that one didn't land. Uh, so th that's when I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm done with pickup lines. Like I, I had one and I should have just John Elway that thing and just retired and never did it again. But then I, <laughs> right up to the I, sunset. I pressed my luck and then it was not good at all. <laughs> well, yeah, I have no stories anymore about anything. Uh, I'll just take I, them to the grave. Too many. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's it. Right. I have the stories. We we can right. tell them. Right. Too many people listen to the show here. now. So I'm just gonna be quiet <laughs> at this point and tell you that we will be back. I think on Tuesday morning. Our schedules have been crazy. The plan is to be back with you guys Tuesday morning. And uh yeah, send in those questions. Hashtag paging two guys and just do me a favor and flood pages social media with comments. Like I don't even care yeah. if it makes sense. Just like let's just spam her social media. So I believe the here. last time I talked to her, she was talking about how much she loves to DMs from yes. people. She's like, I just can't get enough DMs. I love to check them every day. Just send her a DM and be like, that I don't even know. Matt Mello said you love getting messages. It's a good idea. Yeah. I like it. Because there's no way she made it this far good. in the episode listening it. to it. So, 